All right, welcome to another episode of Pods and Pies. Uh, today is falsely brought to you by the the Pie Pizzeria. Pie Pizzeria. Still waiting. Still waiting for the sponsorship. We have we have a couple others on the hook. Yeah. Because this podcast is so big. So big. So big. It will sell so many additional pies from their current volume. So I originally oh said what I, asked, I asked Cassidy what kind of pizza, and her first was pepperoni and olives, and I threw up a little bit. What? And then it was barbecue chicken. chicken, and I was like, oh, I love barbecue chicken, so I got barbecue chicken. Good choice. Okay. Hope that's all right. Is it because of the olives? Well, have you been to the, have you, have you, you've gone to the pie before. I have. Do you know how they do their pepperoni? They like layer it. Awkwardly, like it all slips off of your. That's what we were saying. That's why. why So, just in fairness, I love pepperoni pizza. Love it. But I do not like the pie pepperoni pizza. They think they're doing something creative. It's not good. It's not. No. This is why we don't have a spot. This is probably why. This is constructive criticism. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're just telling right now. We love. I love all the. I love all the pizzas pretty much that they make. And it doesn't taste bad. It's just it's like a poor design. Yeah. yeah. It's a poor design. Yeah. Yeah. Figure it out. So we, have, we have barbecue chicken. Oh, let's see. Yeah. All this one's happening too. It's, it's barbecue off. chicken, but there's like, it looks like cilantro with a little bit of chicken. It looks like, that's kind of, I, I think that's cilantro. Yeah. Hopefully you like cilantro. You're right. I love cilantro. Okay. Because that okay. is a ton. I feel like I got to hurry and like shove in all the bites while you keep doing your intro so that I can actually I'll take not be eating. Okay, you want to take a bite? <laughs> we're probably take a bite right now. We're not like. Any other pod, like we don't have a sponsor, so we can't do that. No, we're not doing like uh, this. Is brought to you by. Then like fifteen minutes. They, they pre-recorded it anyway, but we yeah. did that live every time. Like six minutes of fake sponsors. Yeah, we should. No, yeah. let's just do six minutes. Bluffdale City sponsors. brought to you by Bluffdale City. That we want. Yeah. There you go. Trigger grills. Yeah, trigger. Give like, us a free like, trigger. Yeah. I'll smoke pizza. I'll smoke pizza every every, every podcast time. on a trigger grill for the show. We yeah. can. We could. We could. We gotta know somebody that knows. We're trying to get. We we might get. We're trying to get him on. Yeah, we'll we'll hit him up when he's on. Once he listens to this, he'll be like, "Oh yeah, cool." It's a perfect spot for it. I mean, you got all the space to do it in a good way. They actually, you know, they have. I don't think the requirements for their like influencers and Instagram or social um, people like is too high because they they'll give away triggers to people that yeah. That do awesome podcasts like ours. Well, we when you got, get them, I want to come back. Okay. I want a, a flame baked pizza on a trigger. Okay. Oh, I've done it. I have one and I've done it in my house. Yeah, they're so good. Well, we got Cassidy Gonzalez on today. Thank you for being here. My mouth is full. Perfect, good. perfect timing. That's fine. <laughs> That's the thing about this. The way it, it should be. Matter. Yeah. I wish it was full every time. <laughs> um, so, newly appointed director of HR at Pura. Yes. Is, it, is that how you say it? Every time I want to say, like, I want to roll off. Pure. Oh, pure. I can't roll my R's. So no, there's two R's. There's, there's two R's. Oh, there's just one. one. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. But Pura. It makes me happy. I just want to roll Pura, I guess, means pure in Portuguese. And our um, CEO is Brazilian. So okay. That's where they kind of Well, the name. last year I went to Costa Rica. I love and Costa Rica. Pura everybody Vida says Pura Vida. Uh huh. So it's pure life or whatever, right? Yeah. But that's all day long. It's just like. Yeah, so I would do. I roll. I would like to roll the R, but yeah. Costa Rica is great, though. Isn't it? I love Costa Rica. Love it. I, I want to go back. I think I'm going back in December. Are you? Because oh, you know it's where they just open it. They open it up like every few weeks to different states in the United States, 
And, yeah, it's weird. And they put California, New York, some of these first states, very bizarre, probably because they give the most, get most of the tourists from those states. Yeah. Utah was just put on the list, so now we can go back. Sweet. I know. Let's all go to Costa Vida. Costa Vida. Costa Vida. My first question, if you were armed with a baseball bat, okay. how many 10-year-olds would it take to overcome? Oh my goodness. Open field. Like, just like your basic 10-year-old. Random elementary class or what? Yep, basic 10-year-old. How many is it going to take to, to take you down? Oh, this is really morbid to think about. <laughs> um, okay. What, dude? You're just swinging away at 10-year-old yeah, kids? Yeah, that's right. Just, they're coming at you. They're, like, they're, I, I they're, think out for, they're out for blood. you got to protect yourself. Maybe we pretend that they have a little, like, zombie. They're zombies. They're 10-year-old zombies. zombies. I like that better. I, I can answer this a little more the I think I could take on, um, they're just like regular size, probably at least 5, maybe 10. Just like Ten. knock them out real quick on the hang. Right. If you get like some big massive one that like is really tricky and comes out and picks up ankles or something, yeah. I'm done for. But yeah, the problem is they swarm too. They're probably because they don't like come in one at a time. They're gonna just swarm, and you gotta swing. You gotta be like 360 swinging. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But at least they're all like a little bit, you know, lower. Yeah. You know, you can yeah. be a little bigger. Get there. Okay. Right. My question: We're starting off with some weird ones. Well. Get you loose, right? Get you ready for the, the end of the show. Hey, how many kids can you kill? <laughs> that, 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 that's really the question. That's, yeah, that's, that's really, really the question. question. How many ten-year-olds could you kill? Zero. Yeah. I'm not for ten-year-olds. Right. Where did you grow up? Pleasant Grove. What? Okay. Really? Yeah, PG. PG High. Mm -hmm. Oh eight. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh eight. I live in Pleasant Grove. Did you? Do you right now? Right now. Where? I grew up in Oregon. I'm, then I went to Pleasant Grove, Cedar Hills, and now to PG. Nice. I just live like north, just we, up um, we're like, by the silos by that pond. Oh, yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, nice. Are you still in Pleasant Grove? No, I'm in Saratoga Springs now. Where? Saratoga Springs. Okay. Um, I grew up like right at the base of Mount Rattle, the benches. Like, oh. We're still close. You can't even see the G up on the mountain. Just go down the hill. Yeah. I love it up there. That's cool. Pleasant Grove. College after? Yes, Utah State. Go Aggies. Go Aggies. What took you up there? Um, so I actually was on scholarship. Um, I got my associate's degree in high school, so I graduated with my associate's degree. Dang. And then the scholarship I was on would only pay at a public school, so that canceled out like BYU, or, and it would only pay in the state of Utah. And I already had a two-year degree, so it really only left four-year degree schools in Utah open, which was like SUU, Utah State, and Weaver. Like it was just like a really small selection. Yeah. And I picked the one that was most distance from my parents' house in Pleasant Grove. There we go. But not too far that I couldn't come back when I needed it. So right. two hours is perfect like distance. Yeah. Yeah, go in the pantry, right? Yeah. So Utah State it was. My sister also was up there, so a little family influence, but mm -hmm. I loved it. Okay. It was awesome. What did you get your degree in? Human resource management. You did. So yeah. you knew. No, I didn't you knew. know. I had no idea. So I had to do this. Yeah. So why did you choose yeah, tell me why you chose that. So I enrolled in Utah State and I get this literal letter or whatever, like Congrats, you're in. And then I got a phone call. They're like, hey, congrats on enrolling in the business school. I'm like, I never applied to the business school. But apparently, I did somewhere in the process without knowing it. I got in, and about two weeks before classes started, I panicked. I was like, I don't want this. This is not me. Dropped all of my classes except for intro to business. Signed up for intro to dance, intro to social work, intro to like all these random, random things. Went to the first semester, loved all my classes, but like wasn't super passionate about any of them. Hated my business class. Went to my advisor who was in the business school because I was in the business school. And she's like, 
you might have hated it, but you actually you fit really well in it, and it's the class that kind of weeds out all the people that can't do business really well, which I don't know who that weed out, but anyways. Um, so she's like, I think that you're actually in the right grocery store, you're just on the wrong aisle. She's like, you were going after all these like really social aspects, there's a social side of business, and she's like, I think that you would do really great actually in the HR major. And I was looking at like the outlines of all the class that I take, and it was actually the shortest one to graduate. I'm like, great, let's do it. I'm like, I'll get out of here. Like, that sounds great for me. <laughs> so I really just fell into it, and that's yeah, that's how I got my degree there. And it's not even a degree anymore. They've like gone back and forth, removing it from the school, putting it back in, back. Like, oh, really? So sometimes so you go there. Utah, it's so Utah State, it's not a degree anymore at Utah State. Correct. But it's other it's schools still a degree, it is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. But yeah, it's funny that it's like those, it's a field that kind of gets added and pulled as an actual degree. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think anybody we've had on is like, got it's a like, degree, like accidentally fallen into the degree. <laughs> you know what's yeah. interesting is, I realized we actually had multiple people in sales at the company, yeah. then gone into HR. Then gone into HR, yeah. Most people in the HR field, Even then, so it's just kind of fall into the HR yeah. field. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure we've had anybody that hasn't not fallen into it. Even like call center, call center or sales or something like that. Yeah. Next yeah. thing you know, they're VP of HR, killing it, doing awesome stuff. Sure. So what's the degree actually called? Management and human resources. Management and human resources. bachelor's of science and management. Did you graduate early? I did. I mean, yeah, because I already had two years going in, so yeah. I did the next two years. So I graduated. So you're done with school. Your associates mm -hmm. in high school. In so high did school? you graduate college at like twenty? Yeah. Yeah, that's 20 at college graduation. No, then I got my first job and I like got stock options. So I'm like barely, barely 21. So I did an internship first and I got fired full time. So I was barely 21. I didn't know what stock options were. Like, sure. I was clueless. I'll I'm like, it. I'd go back up to school on the weekends because all my friends were Didn't you take business 101? Right? You can't pay attention to my class. And you must have done well. But I was playing the freshman year. You know, you don't pay yeah. attention to college at all. So I'm going back to the parties every weekend. I'm like, I have like this adult job with stock options that I don't even know what that means. Right. Like, it was really, really trippy. Yeah. I so. But I mean, it's played out well. I mean, I've, 10 years later and. No. I've had a good career, so. So what was your first job? Fusion I.O. Fusion I.O.? Yeah, Dennis Wood. Yeah, oh, so yeah. I actually crossed paths with Dennis just briefly. He oh, on his way out, I was on my way in. Yeah. Um, but you know Rob Lifford? Rob Lifford? Yep, he was my first boss. He got oh out of college. He yeah, he loved, I love Rob. He's great. Yeah. yeah. Ever, kind of, he, when he's bounced around a little bit, he always, he always calls us and sees it. You know, it checks our company out to see yeah. if we can help them out. But yeah. Yeah, Dennis and then Rob, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's where I started. Okay. And I was with them for about one, three and a half years. An internship and then into Yeah, so I started as an intern and then about six months later, I was like, you guys, you're going to hire me? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I was like, I would tell Rob, I'm like, Rob, like, i got to do something with my life. You can hire me now. He's like, oh, great, get an offer right now. I don't have an offer like that day. Like, he was like, sorry, I could have got to you sooner. We're, just, <laughs> we're kind of so busy. But So, how long were you at Fusion? It was like three and a half years, so I actually went, I used to recruit for them. Um, my, I did a, a lot of things during my time there, but when I was doing the recruiting, I was actually flying out to all the college campuses. I was out in Boston or out in Stanford, and when I was out on Stanford campus, <laughs> funny story, I actually met this kid and came back and Rob's joking, he's like, did you meet anyone? I was like, actually, yeah, I met this really cool dude. He's like, great, we can move out to California tomorrow so you can date him. But that planted the idea in my head. So the next day I was with my roommate, I was like, why don't I move to California? Like, 
my boss told me I could go. Why didn't I really go? So never saw the kid again. I didn't go for him. But <laughs> it was cool that it climbed the idea. So I, I actually went back to the office. Like, hey, can I go to the California office? And they said, sure. So that summer, I packed all my bags and drove out to San Francisco and oh, lived out there for a couple of years. It was so fun. So what was the culture like between Cottonwood Heights Business Park versus, <laughs> versus Silicon yeah, yeah. San Diego or San Francisco? It was interesting because there's a lot of similarities within the company. Like our cultures were actually so aligned that it wasn't a huge culture shock within the company to move yeah. to the new office. But totally different out there. I mean, just the people, the work life style, like everything's just very different. Like even planning company parties. We're like, okay, the Utah company's gonna go out and have this big family day and we're gonna do all this. And the <laughs> California's like, yeah, we'll do a happy hour yeah, at like we'll some time. Because you guys aren't into doing one big park day with nobody the two people that kids. Nobody wants their kids there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so totally different, but it was it was fun. I really actually loved it out there. I thought I'd go for a year. I was like, you know, I should try something new. I'm gonna stick it out. A year came and went and I was like, I'm staying in the put, like I I'm here to hang out forever. Yeah. So uh, we actually got bought. Sandus came in the purchase yeah. fusion right now. So during that during that process, I was part of the acquisition. I mean, part of the um, like the transition plan. So like, stay on for four months, help us transition, and then drop yeah. over. Yeah. And um, two months into that, they're like, Oh wait, we actually think you're great. We want you to stay. And I was like, No, no, no. I'm taking your money, and I'm I'm leaving. It's so, like a severance package. Yeah, yeah. Because your money is. And a bonus for staying. I was like, right. I will stay to the end of that. I'm taking all your money. Like I'm I'm down. Yeah. So. I actually bought a one way flight to Spain, and my last day at Sandisk, I was on a plane out to Spain, just like, really? go travel the world. I took my big old cash and severance package. I'm like, I'm just gonna go do some, it was like a quarter life crisis, I guess, it's a little earlier than that, but I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. So, I'm like, what am I gonna do with my life? So, yeah, I jumped out of there, and then when I was in Spain, about three days into my trip, I was visiting friends that were out there. I got an email from Google, and they're like, hey, we're interested in you joining in this contact role. I was like, sweet, great. So I quickly bought a flight back, and I actually interviewed over the phone at Google. They like never do phone interviews, because this was a contact role. They got to skip around their entire crazy interview process. Which means what was a contract role? Was um, they, I came in for six months instead of a full-time employee. Okay. So they just like, hey, come in and need some help. Did you ever see the movie with Owen Wilson? With Owen Wilson, yeah. Did they do the... You're a, you put a, what is it? You're a nickel inside of a blanket. <laughs> no, How do you get out? No. no, no crazy questions. I got nothing. I was on one phone interview though. Like that's all I got to get into this job. It was crazy. I'm like, you guys, everyone talks about how hard it is to get into Google. I get in a one phone interview, it's not that hard. Yeah. Oh, well, well, just that maybe you killed it. You know, maybe you're a superstar. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It could be, really. <laughs> so yeah, got into Google. And I went there, so I, I finished my traveling, I emailed back, like, hey, I'm actually in Europe, I'll be home real soon. Bought a flight home, came back, and so that was, like, end of November, beginning of December. So Are I you in Utah right now? So I went back to California. Still in California. Okay. Yep. Started at Google, hated it. You guys, hated I hated it. it. Two months in, and I was like, this place is not fun. Like, it's, throw a corporate culture, like, what you know, out the window, and my brain just could not, like, wrap around it. This is not great. Is there, like, there, there microcultures like all over the place in Google? Yeah, a little you bit, think? totally. Yeah, I actually, the more I think through it, yes, I think so. For like, sure. like culture where you're like, people like love it, right? They're people like, love oh, it. People love it. It's Google. Yeah, but the perks are amazing. Like, I literally go to the office and get my work done in like 20, 30 minutes because it's the easiest piece of cake job I've ever had. Like, I don't even 
even though I needed somebody to come in. Maybe I'm probably done. Again, you could be a superstar that gets 20 minutes. It's a four-hour job to do it in 25 minutes. Maybe. Actually, they estimated the process to take six months that I was working on their education reimbursement process, and I finished the project in like three to four weeks. So there probably was just a little bit of a overshot. They come to you like, slow me out. So that's what happened. for six months to slow me out. That's literally what happened. They came to me like, okay, well, like, what? you're done. Like, what do you want to do? We had you for six months. So I was like, I love onboarding. Like, I love that first employee experience and making sure that's super awesome. Like, great, we'll stick you on our Nugler team. So Nugler is their new Googler program. Whoa, 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 say that again. Nugler, that's what it's called. The new Nugler. <laughs> they're Googlers. It's a Nugler? A Nugler. So they're a Nugler program. So new I went. Googler, Googler, yeah. Googler. yeah, yeah. All right. Confusing, right? So you know their little spinny hats? Oh, they really wear those. Little hats with those pinwheel things. Okay. Yeah. So I would go. I was the first face that you saw if you worked at Google. So they're hired from all over the world. And they would fly them all into Mountain View, California, start day one, and they'd be in this huge line, which I fixed, by the way, because who wants to stand in line for an hour? Um, but I was the first person they saw. I'm like, hey, welcome to your first day of Google. Like, that was me. Kind of a cool job. That was pretty cool. And then I loved it. So really, it was like, I didn't actually hate Google. I just hated what I was doing. I'm like, I'm bored. This is not fun. Like, I'm doing my work. I'm going to go bowling. Like, yeah, the perks were sweet. But you actually need fulfilling work. You can just stay on campus and Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. do your laundry at the same time. It was in the same area, and then go and get all the meals you could ever want. I forgot how to cook. You guys, I got married four years ago. Like I said, it's my anniversary today, and I started cooking. My husband's like, I'm going to cook. Like I just, <laughs> I forgot. I mean, I, I learned. I mean, it's a good cook. I've now recovered. I'm back to my good cooking yeah, skills. But yeah, I never had to because at Fusion we had free food, Sandisk free food, Google. I mean. Way more frequent than you ever imagined. So well, I just the, what do you, if you had to narrow it down to like the best pro Google, could you, could you pin that down? Yes, actually. So they had, they had unlimited classes. Like unlimited, like anyone could sign up to be a teacher. Like you could sign up like, hey, I want to teach other Googlers how to do a recording of a podcast thing. Like whatever oh, I want to do, right? I so <laughs> I got to take classes. My favorite, I would go to um, Bollywood dance class. Every week, like every Wednesday, I was obsessed. I loved it. So, so anybody can come to and just like, hey, yeah. I want to teach people how to dance. Yeah. And then people will sign up. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. So I learned how to code. I took a coding class. I took a cooking class. I took, yeah, I was all just the dance that class. Cooking class. Yeah. They've got everything. <laughs> like, seriously, if you can imagine that, I'm sure someone get this. They had a class where they would teach you how to, like, What's it called with knights? Jousting. They teach you how to joust. Really? Yes. Like they get yeah. They get like pool noodles and like <laughs> it was it was wild. I never went to that. Sounds class, a little like LARPing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Live action role play. Yep. Yeah, then there we go. That's, teach that. that was probably part of the class. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I'd, I'd take LARP. It was definitely the LARP. The LARP was teaching that class. With pool. I just imagine pool, fighting swords Fight with pool, pool noodles, noodles. Yeah. dressed up in like a. You know, some type of knight's, you know, armor. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen role models? No, yeah, no, I have not. They are in that. Yes. <laughs> these guys, get, they have to do community service, and they help with these teenagers. And oh, dude, hold on. What's the actor in it? Is it Ant-Man? Yeah. Paul yeah, Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Okay, I've seen, like I've seen, like, yeah, I've seen bits of that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they have to hang out with these kids, and one of them is, like, a big time into role play, and he just hates it. Is it a funny movie? Should yes. I go watch it? Yes. Paul Rudd is hilarious. Oh, any okay. movie, I think any movie he's in is yeah. pretty funny. The other big part, so the amphitheater out there that all the big concerts come to, 
it's like basically on Google Campus. So you could park on Google Campus because you're a Google employee. So we could walk like maybe 100 yards versus like miles to get yeah. into this. And it was like quick, easy access in and out for the concert. So I always yeah. had like VIP parking. Free tickets concert. to the concerts too? Sometimes. Sometimes. I actually won a free backstage, pa backstage passes to Dirk's Bentley. Okay. So I met Dirk's Bentley and John Party. Was awesome. That's rad. Yeah, super cool. That's fun. His wife, Dirk Spelling's wife, is named Cassidy. So it was actually a little tricky because he was talking to her and I was like, What's my name? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, wait, that's his wife. This is the other Cassidy. Legit. Google's <laughs> way legit things. So that was also like a perk that no one really knows about. Yeah. But super cool. It was awesome. But I definitely became a huge fan of Google. They offered me to stay full time, become like an actual full time employee. And I decided to come back to Utah to go to grad school. So I walked away from Google, a full-time offer, and I came back. And within like a month of coming back, I was like, what did I just do? I just walked away from Google. I came back to Utah where I have no friends anymore because all of my old social circles are all gone and married and doing their own things or moved away. And I just like fell apart and decided that school was probably not going to be what I wanted to do. But Rob Lippert called me back up and Rob pulled me back to Alliance Health. Alliance Health. Yep. So, so you were in line to tell the Rob? Because you don't have anymore, right? Oh, no, that had some issues. Gone. That had some yeah. major issues. Major, some major issues. Who else was an alliance that was on here? Um, I forget. Was that like Connie? Connie of Washington? Did she have a sketchy name? I don't remember. Somebody was, but it was before my time that alliance held. Yeah. It was like way earlier. You know what? No, 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 no. I think you're right. I, made the I, yeah. think, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> No, yeah, there's some issues there. So anyway, you were there until until the issues? Yes, I was there for the FBI raid. I was there for the acquisition type of transfer of ownership, whatever you want to call it. I was there for quite a while until I was like, you know what? I can see the writing on the wall here. I'm, I better get out. And so I left in uh, March of 2019, and the company totally, like, dissolved by the end of that year. So... It was just 2019? Yeah, like just barely. Well, it was Upwell. It swapped, it swapped from Alliance Health to Upwell Health. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, our company learned um, a lesson about bankruptcy law. Yes. As a vendor of Alliance As Health. As a vendor that had to go through the payment Basically, process. Basically, it's like, okay, well, months ago, we invoiced Alliance Health, got paid from Alliance Health, but that doesn't mean that, even that money is not safe. Right. In, in that corporate bankruptcy law. They literally told us we had to give that money back. Isn't that wild? We ended up like settling and it was a good, I mean, it was a, we didn't like lose out much, yeah. but yeah. it was interesting. Totally. I, I had no idea they could do that. I try to be on the employee side oh and make sure your employees like are retained through all of that commotion. Like it was, it was gnarly. Yeah. yeah. I learned a lot of lessons that I hope I never have to utilize again. <laughs> I realize like, okay, if we go through tough Put your hands in the air, do not touch your computer. <laughs> Would you stand away from the desk? Right. What the hell is going, going on? What's going on? Yeah, it was a wild, wild time. So that was a peak. Okay. And I was with Peak for just about, just over a year. I just actually got let go from Peak in, in June because of COVID, so. You were well, what director of HR, HR, right? Yeah, HR okay. director there. So peak Travel. Um, do you know there's one of Shears, the CEO there? And uh, they're San Francisco based, but have a really big population oh, cool. here in Utah. That's where Davis Bell was before Campy. Yeah. So yeah, Davis was my boss. He was awesome. 
it was great. Good people there. Really loved it. They had no HR before I came in, so I just okay. really just, set them up yeah. for success. And off I go. So down in the next role. And um, here are you guys. The best kept secret in the valley. I'm telling you what. I just got the best job ever. <laughs> no, where's the office? We're gonna we're gonna talk here, but I want to find okay, out. Okay, let's talk. Whatever you want to talk. So at peak pandemic hit. So this time. Were you on maternity before the pandemic hit? So I had a baby in April, so I went on maternity leave um, like April 12th. So yeah. the pandemic had just yeah. hit. We all went from home around March and spent about a month working from home, which can you imagine? Nine months pregnant, like about to explode, trying to keep your employees from how to figure out how to work from home and how to manage teams remotely and how to make sure everyone has the right Wi Fi bandwidth to stay productive. And we're in the travel industry, so all of our Customers, all of our clients are just getting tanked. Like our revenues just dropped. Like it was a madhouse. And yeah. trying to, we actually put everyone to like part time and had to do multiple layoffs. And I'm doing all this while I'm just like at the end just of my streak. I'm like, I'm gonna pop anything. I have no room in my brain for this. So it was. I was very relieved to have a baby. It was the best day ever because I knew I was going to try to leave. I could take a forced break. Yeah. <laughs> How many employees? Before the layoffs? We had about 175-ish right around there okay. before we started the layoffs. Yeah. And I think they're like at 65-ish now, if I were to guess, okay. maybe 70. <clears throat> they're going to survive, you think? I think so. I think yeah. they're okay. So like from a stress level, I just had a baby, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, we got to let you go. Like, was that? Like the stretch is multiplying in your head like, oh shit. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I just had a kid, I'm not working, I'm already on maternity, and I don't have a job. I'm nothing, I'm not, yeah. It was It was like a gut punch for sure. Like when I got the call, like I, I got a text, like, hey, we're in the chat. I'm like, oh, something probably finally came up, they need some help on, because they were very, they were very respectful to give me my space during leave, which I appreciate. So I picked up the phone, and then they actually told me like, hey, like you're not coming back to a job. And it was like, seriously, like a gut punch. I was like, whoa. But then surprisingly, I like was totally fine with it. I was like, you know what? No worries, I'm, I'm good. Which I was planning the shroom conference at the time, so I really kept my mind busy, I think. Yeah. So then started the job hunt, which was really stressful, but I also didn't put a ton of work into it. Like I just relied on my network that I had built, and my reputation that I built, and I was like, you know what, the right job will come along. Right. And lo and behold, it did. did. Like that doesn't mean like I was, I put, I had put a lot of effort, I did a lot of interviews, I mean, I went to go around to some companies, got to like top two several times, and it was never the right fit. And so there was a few times I kind of got a little like disheartened, like, what? Bless my life. Like I just had a brand new baby. I'm working all this stuff for this shrimp conference. It's all volunteer work. I didn't get paid for it. And my husband's like, can you like stop working? You're on a job. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I just always felt like home about it and never was stressed. I actually remember calling Rob up and I was like, Rob, honestly, like I should cry myself to sleep at night, but I'm not. Like I feel really great. Like life is great. And then I got this amazing job. Like it all really did work out just like I thought it would. So I feel really lucky that That's good that you especially I, during a pandemic, I could get a new job. I can't imagine like Losing my job during having a brand new baby. Mm -hmm. like that'll just I do have a husband with a job too, so that yeah. also I think takes out one small factor. And right. more the sole income, like that would be probably, I probably might have tipped over the edge of crying myself to yeah. every night. <laughs> but at least I've had you know, some stability at home still, so I could have the space to. That's good. I'm just saying, I mean, I'm just everything piling out because so many people have like been laid off. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. just, and just one thing after another. Yeah. But also nice, but like nice healthy baby, like all the other factors going on were all perfect. So it was nice that it was like not 
Boy or girl? It's a little girl. Oh. Madeline is her name. Madeline. So when did you when did you have her? Uh, six was months ago April? yesterday. So it was April 13th. And okay. So she was six months yesterday. Yeah. It goes so fast. Right. Where did six months go? Just wait. How did I? You're first. You're second. first. Second. Yeah. What's yeah. your? I got a little boy, a two-year-old at home, and his name's Thaxton. T H A X T O. Thaxton. Yeah, yeah, so we're going to be yelling at you and slamming doors. Oh, I don't want that. But I also will take it out of the year old. I don't like the year old. I have to the two Is there any year that you like until they're gone? <laughs> I mean, there's a few, like, five, maybe like five. Dude, Is there an age to, like, actually start listening right now? Because right now, like, it's in one ear or the other. Is that my whole life? Like, the thing is, it's set, it's, you got to set your own expectations. Like, do you really expect a five-year-old to do what you say? Okay, now take that, and every year until they're 25, do you really expect an 18-year-old to do what you say when you say it? No. So why do you get so upset when they don't? You know they're not going to do what you say. Personally, I think that's going to be like every year they get older, I enjoy it more. Yeah. You can just do more with them. That's what I'm looking forward to, yeah. But no, they don't. And a lot less work. Like when they get the door in the morning, it's like, Okay, get everyone's shoes on, get everyone dressed, get everyone's hair done, get everyone, get all the diet. It'll be amazing when they're in the like, pandemic. Yes, like they can put their shoes on. Everyone's ready to go. It'll be exactly. great. But it is. It's just different problems. Yeah. Different things you get frustrated with. Yeah. You never stop being frustrated. <laughs> Welcome to parenthood. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which is why I keep working because I need a little <laughs> yeah. bit of a mental outlet. That's right. <laughs> yeah, seriously, seriously. Okay. So sorry. Back to. Pura. Pura. Do you guys have Pura, Pura. devices? No. I didn't. You guys showing up? I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that is. Pura is a smart home fragrance diffuser. So it's like a device about this thing. Is it tall? Yeah. Is it tall? It's not tall. It's just a round circle. It's like, like maybe an inch and a half thick. Taller than. No, it's like it would be like a, that tall. Yeah. Okay. And plugs into your wall. Okay. All controlled through your smartphone. So you can set schedules. You can set intensities of the, the scent. You better show me a picture because I might have like five of those in my house. <laughs> if it's what I'm thinking about, because I know, do we have one? You plug it? You can plug it into the wall, but yeah. there's also ones that have like batteries. Is I don't there... think ours have batteries. <clears throat> That's a pure device. Oh, okay. So is there no, a little have... in there? Uh, yeah, there's yeah, there's little vials of fragrances in there. They're all pure ingredients, and then you just through your app, you can control like, okay, I want. I want this to want smell like smell every. Two hours. Yeah, turn on the five when I get home so my house smells beautiful every time I open the door. So how do you replenish the smell? Oh, so it'll oil. tell you, yeah, it'll tell you like, hey, your your vial's empty, and then you how buy long a custom bottle. Um, Isn't that the problem, dude? It's like just everything, seems like stuff just runs out so quick. That's true. Our stuff's longer. If they say it like at intensity five, I, I don't actually know. I should check how long it lasts. But I mean, it's it's significant. I haven't run it yet, and I've been at the company for a month, so I've had a device for about a month, and I've not even close to running that yet. Yeah, but I also run mine in like two. Yeah. Does that have a little fan in there? That... Not yet. Not yet. But so it just kind of just. I mean, what? what how, how does the how does the scent get released? How does it spread? Um, you're asking me lots of questions. You're okay. Really oh, okay. Right? okay. Let's go back to each other. Okay. No, it, like, there's like a thermal device in there that like heats up the wig, maybe. I don't know. Right. And my CEO is like, yes, don't talk about our products. <laughs> we don't know anything. Right. But it's <laughs> badass. Okay. It's legit. They smell amazing. So they actually take like really like high-end fragrances and turn them into. So like the volcano candle at Anthropology. Okay. We have had that in our we have it in a vial. So you so can get the same scent like, of anthropology without having to like a candle. 
here's my wife. Uh -huh. Yeah. Cupboard. You open. Candles. And candles <laughs> and candles. Lots of candles. Right? Because you have to have a different scent for yes, fall. fall. Yeah, you, you have, have to get apple for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only dude, the only different scent you need is Christmas. <laughs> it is. There's so you have you have tons. crap tons. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I just pulled random scents like from our random storage bins, and I already have a collection of like twenty. And I don't even have like our new launches. We have like okay. twenty plus launches coming out, and usually it's not just two fragrances. So, and that's three months. I mean, that's way more yeah. fragrances. Yeah, there's. Tons. So where is where is the office at? Office is currently in Orem, but we just signed on a new place in American Fork. Okay, so where in Orem? Um, Aura, it's by like the DMV and the Scout Storage on the other side of Eighth North. Yes. Yes. That's I us. Know that is. We got a little storefront. Come on in. You can buy the yeah, back. Clyde Company is right there. Yeah, right across the street. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my dad works for Clyde. Oh, awesome. And so then, a, you're going to AF? We're going to AF. Top floor, brand new building. We're super Where is that? Um, 5th East exit. 5th East. Uh huh. It, yep. There's like the overpass. So there's the two exits and the overpass, and it's like right next to the overpass. Uh, yeah, so it's, but it's on the west. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's a good spot. Yeah. There's a lot. Just there's just so many good, good buildings. It's like right. It's just south of Domo campus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Brand new building. It finishes December like 18th, I think, and then we'll do our spiffy stuff in yeah. there and we'll move in. And how many employees? We're currently at 55, and we are growing like crazy. They actually, that's like their number one thing they want me to do is, is recruit and build a team. And yeah. I told them, come in, I'm like, you guys, recruiting is not my thing, but I can do it, but I want to blow your minds with all the other things I can do. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay. Bullcrap, you're on the face of Google. You can, you can do I it. I never do it. And if it's not like I can't do it, I don't enjoy it. Okay. So you know, you go back to like, I, I don't enjoy my job. What would you call a new purite? A new uh, purite. A purite. A purite. A new A purite. A that's like something out of like the scriptures of Bible. New yeah, purites. The purites. I'm gonna go back and ask them like, what do we call ourselves? Yeah, you get it. Uh, you, you, get a little, you, you put a little scent thing on the top of a hat, you walk around, smell good. Smell everything. Like, hey, we have new. I'm the new purite. I'm a new purite. Oh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the day. Pura. Pura. I'm waiting for the day I can like weasel in and recruit a bit. Hey, we need a recruiter and I can hire someone to come do the recruiting. Because we're growing like crazy. When did you get to that point? Like you're at 50 plus employees, you think you're going to double in six months? Like is that time for a recruiter? It's my time for a recruiter. Okay. I just got to convince. You got to convince them to get. I don't think it would take that. So like I'm not even saying like not even you. I'm just saying from a company standpoint as an agent. I would say depends on how fast you're going to scale. If you're going to double in the next three months, yeah, get a recruiter. If you're going to take your time to hire, I mean, I think some. Handle it, but yeah, if you want to do massive scale, this is what's the sure best tool for recruiting. I've been trying to find out right now. I actually just signed with Jazzy Jar as our ATS, yeah, so super pumped about it. Yeah, so we'll see if that's so, straight line question, When you did Jazzy Jar, yeah, how many did you look at? How many ATS? Okay, let's see. Um, do you want to name them or just count them? No, just count them. I mean, well, you can like Six, maybe six. And jazz was it? Jazz, you you like jazz the best? Yeah. I was, was it like a way? Was it a close second? Yeah. Okay, so there's good ones. There's good ones there. My other thing too, I was really really cheap on the price. Like I was like, I don't need some fancy like seven K recruiting system like lover greenhouse. Like I don't need big and yeah. fancy. 
because I'm not going to own this. I just need someone to help automate everything so I can try to be the recruiter while I'm yeah. doing other things, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? right. Um, so that's, yeah, that was a big thing too, is a price point cut out a big market for us. But I was wheeling the deal yeah, and I awesome. got it and I'm stoked <laughs> about it. <laughs> and then, but, but even then there's the tool. It's not, I mean, it can't be as simple as fill the dreams, right? We built, we bought Jazz HR and now we get employees. Like how do you That's how do you actually get people to be to interested to, to actually know about here, right? And yeah. to know like, oh, I know those devices. I mean, is it just job boards? Is it what? what I mean, so what? I'm actually working on our employer branding, like the whole thing. Like how are we gonna get out and show people like what Pure does? So even just like the simple things, like get your name out there, like apply for the CEO of the Year awards with Utah Business. Like yeah, they might seem like a little kitschy here and there. Or they might seem like the more money you have, the more people you can get to vote for you, whatever. But really, side note. Yes. So the Utah 100 uh-huh. was yesterday. Oh yeah. And there were so many names on there that I had never heard of. But it's good. It's good visibility, right? Yeah. So you, go you, out well, and get those types of things. Maybe not this year because it's virtual. And true. Weird, but true. There's like a freaking. Who, who publishes that 100? Not West Capital Network. It's like the. That's kind of group behind yeah. it. Anyway, sorry. But, but like that's the type of stuff that I'm looking for them to start doing, or how we can just get our name out there. Because, yeah, I'm sure we have the best perks, we can have the, the best product, but if we don't get out in front of people. Yeah, people are going to be hard. Yeah, Dude. how do you go post from all these people? Do you know, Sorry, Tom, I'm coming for you guys. Dude, all the talent out there, I'm coming. I can't remember what company it was, but it, it's the best billboard I've ever seen in, in Utah County. And I, I wish I remember who it, who it was. But literally, it said, at least this isn't another Domo building. Yes, I can't remember who it was either. <laughs> who was it? Is that the greatest though? Because you can't remember who it was. All you're thinking of is Domo. Oh, true, true. So don't get but, but, but yes, I saw. But it doesn't, it doesn't it make me like, to, like, like Domo yeah, even that's anymore. But literally, it said, at least this is not another Domo. Yes, building. I saw. Oh, um, it was um, it was a solar company, Raven Solar. Okay. Okay. Raven? Yeah, Raven Solar, Blue Raven, or whatever. Raven, yeah. It, 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 I don't even think it said anything about solar. It had blue ribbon up there. At least this is another Domo billboard. Yeah. That's crazy. I remembered. Okay. So just anyway. Just the billboard. I mean, I know billboards work. It's like, you know, whatever. You know, I've seen them free, you know, years and years now. Right. Like driving. Okay. Yeah. This is a good recruiting tool. I never know if billboards work for recruiting. Me either. Let's test it. See if we Jeez. get a billboard up and get yes. more talent. So, yeah, that's what we're going to have. But, like, little things like, do we make LinkedIn posts or do we. Like, are we just getting out to our market? Like, we probably aren't, so. Yeah. I will come back to you. You're going to kill I know, I'm sure you'll do. I'm sure you'll do fine. You're going you're gonna to say something like, yeah, I, I got I got 150 people in like three months. I mean, I don't know how to. I don't know how to. That was a six month job. I didn't yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a big deal. We should have been at 150 five years from now. So, is just pure doing anything else? So that, we that's this, that is our bread and butter. That's it. Where do they manufacture those? We outsource it to a local company. I don't know much about that. Yeah. Um, Are there other devices, or is it just directly plugged into the wall? Are there like you know the ones that like actually spit out steam? I don't know. Okay. Mom's so yes, it's in the vault. Mom's yes. work. But it is, but, but is it is it wholesale, you wholesale or direct sale? I mean, we direct to consumer. So yeah, consumer. so like our biggest advertisements really through like influencers. So we'll go yeah. on Instagram and like if you are a bachelor fan or whatever, already yeah. had a pure device. And here's why we're going all about it on Instagram. Just you know, we're being a genius place to put one. Seriously. Oh, oh dude, it would smell so good in here. If we had smell smelly vision. 
So then they could like do podcasts and smell it on their computers. Can you build that? Yeah. Ask them to build that. Okay, I'll, build, I'll bring back my team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, what's his name? Almost built it. Maybe you could create a Willy Wonka. A, a, a smell, a scent for us that smells like. Oh, Ooh. so it just wasn't like pizza here all the time. I told you, pizza's <laughs> my love language. I should uh, make no. that. Uh, we have the coolest people running the fragrance department, Mara is her name, and she is like super cool. She could probably do that and actually do it good. Trade like, smoke. Make you want it. Yeah, actually, that would be super smoke smell. If, as long as it didn't soak into your clothes yeah, yeah, yeah. and it just smelled like Traeger, yeah. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. That would actually be what about a campfire? Mara? Just have campfire. Mara. Mara. Make Should we get her on? Let's get Mara. Let's she would be fascinating. She would Okay, there's actually a smell called charcoal. Um, I don't remember the brand name, but it's it smells like charcoal. That's interesting to you. Did you know that uh, there was the Cosmo Kramer came up with the scent, the beach, for a fragrance. Calvin Klein ripped it off, and then Kramer sued Calvin Klein, and they settled with him, and he ended up being a Calvin Klein model. You remember that one? <laughs> Sorry. I just remember thinking of the beach. We're thinking of all these scents. He literally he wanted he wanted a cologne that was the, the that was the beach. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Calvin Klein ripped it off. I should have asked them how many things I could tease on this before I came. So I can tell you. That's all right. No, yeah, you keep it keep it secret. Let's just there, all the people that are gonna watch this will know there's some big. There's some there's, big things coming. Cool things Get your pure advice. You're yeah, gonna want right. it. <laughs> So fun. I can't tell you that we just signed with Disney, so. What? Oh my God, Rapunzel said. I can't tell you anyone that, but I can tell you we signed. We signed with Disney. Yeah, so. Oh, well, that's good. You're ready. You're ready. It's a big teaser, right? It is, yeah. There's like a little. Well, I don't know. I don't know. This that is, is, is that not one of the biggest companies? Yeah. I think it, it's well, like. Besides, besides that, I mean, Apple. Awesome. They, don't ever, they don't ever dance anymore. Can I tell you the Disneyland is closed, right? And I had tickets to go over Thanksgiving, okay. and I'm so sad. Don't worry about it. Disney, Disney's, Disney's, it's too much hype. Yeah, it's not as cool as you think it is. Oh no! Oh no! It, it is. That's a long story. We'll talk about it different time. My, my, I love and hate Disney World, Disneyland, and Disney World. I'm not Disney. Disney World, but I'm a big Disneyland person. My guess is you're gonna have scents that smell like. Two churros. What does Mickey smell like? And Donald, I don't know, you're going to figure that you're going to figure it out. And Donald, uh, <laughs> this is what Donald would smell like. Like you go into the Matterhorn, dude, and you, and and you, you know, like, you get the Matterhorn. It's going to smell like, like a, a dirty dog. Yeah. Right. I'm sure everyone wants to buy that for sure. Who wants the dirty dog? Well, that's good, dude. That's cool. That's cool. It's it's like, really yeah, cool. Like, like, honestly, we're doing great. It's a great company at really cool people there, really cool product. They're just, it's on a rocket ship, so. Anyone out there wants a job? Yeah, right. <laughs> Come see me. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people hiring in Utah. So many. There really are. Why? How, how is it possible? Yes. I had this conversation. How is it possible? Somebody, it's like Utah's the lowest in the country, right? From an unemployment rate. And everybody's coming. Everybody is killing in Utah. There's, there's still jobs. There's still jobs available. Yeah. People the economy here is doing, I think, okay. Yeah. Maybe not great. Yeah. Good. But it's just, but, but it's it sucks because you still you still get this feeling that we are on the edge of falling off. Yeah. yeah. Because as you know, not in it, but the media just always freaks everybody out with case numbers, totally. which has no indication on like the health of the mental health, what's going on in, in like streets and neighborhoods of people and companies. Right. Like we, we don't care about that. Politicians care about that. 
But dude, unemployment rate, dude, we're killing over here. They're high, they need to hire, how many, I mean, there's yeah, jobs. Jobs. Right. Everybody that we've had on, most of them are like, yeah, we, we had only a few off that were built back up. Do we have how many people that hired hundreds of people when COVID hit? Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. One in hundred contacts. Hundreds. Great. I mean, they just no one can go over there. No one can go see their own. Shut everyone in Utah County 
down to like everyone wear masks, it's back to orange. I'm like, we are so glad that we didn't go. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. Day of our event was like, yeah, like we can't have groups this big, yeah. sorry. It would have been a disaster. But it all came out like it went together really well and actually yeah. being live was really cool. Like most virtual events right now are all pre-recorded or they're live in a sense like I'm in my living room and you can watch me live. But we actually had a full-blown set set up and people, all of our speakers came on site. So they're all behind these really fancy backdrops and we're having this live interaction right. and you could feel that energy. And I think that our, our audience actually also could feel that energy and it wasn't like, oh, I have another person in my living room. So yeah. I thought it turned out really, really well. Did you have anything to do with sponsorships? Yes. This year? How did that go this year with COVID? Were people Better than I thought. There was, wanting to be sponsors? Since? Yeah, so we reached out to over 100 people, and most people actually said they couldn't help at all because of COVID. Like, budgets were cut, there yeah. were like, spending freezes, or they just didn't have the luxury to do it right now, like, whatever it may be, but COVID affected a lot. But we were still able to get all of our sponsorship slots filled which was a That's huge good. feat. So we yeah. did really great sponsors and we had some incredible sponsors. Like just up and coming people like Tech Buzz News, no one had heard of them before. They're brand new and we put them in our sponsorship to be able to get a word out for them. So it's cool to do things like that, but also people that have been around forever, like uh, Med Savvy or Hub International, these really big benefit companies that we're still still able yeah. to sponsor for so us. So. Pure Ash Exactly. All the rooms scented with Pura. There we go. Thank you, Pura. We should do it next year. Next year, because we're going to be in person. Yes. I just know. We have to be. You will. We will be. Right? We will be. And there will be in rooms. We will have devices in the rooms. Exactly. Okay. If there's any state I really that, that will make that possible, Utah's. Utah's yeah. I agree. Yeah. What was your least favorite part? I think the least favorite part was the realization that I took on way too much. Yeah. <laughs> I needed more help. And here's, here's the worst. This is the worst part. By the time I realized I needed more hands, it was all too much in my brain, and I was just kind of flying by the of hands to make it happen that I couldn't really download and pass off to somebody else. Yeah. So that was actually the hardest part. So I got towards the end. I'm like, well, I'm just gonna suck up and do it because because there was what there's I don't have yeah, time. Four people? Yeah, we had four people on the committee. I had a couple volunteers with sponsorships. I think I had a total of like six volunteers in the planning, and only about maybe five or six on the day of. And I should have had like forty or fifty to be honest. <laughs> like next year we are getting hordes <laughs> yeah, of volunteers. So yeah. yeah, but it was yeah that was kind of difficult. But again, it was like super impressive for me to walk into the conference and be like, I did this. Like I had yeah. no choice that I just had to pull it. Hey, do it. You made it happen. It was awesome. Well, I was awesome. I was really proud of it. You should be. Thank you. That was awesome. Thank you. Thanks for your help with that. Well, like I said, I didn't do anything. I'm signing up for next year to be on another committee. <laughs> You're going to be in charge of all committees. You're the committee committee chair. Committee committee chair. Oh, yeah. Great. Committee committee, committee chair. Yeah, right. Assistant to the committee chair. Assistant. Honestly, that's what my plan is for next year. Like. I'm delegating everything. I'm just gonna be the one that keeps all the pieces running. Yeah. No more work on my end. Like, yeah, I sure. got this. I know it's expensive. I'll be the assistant to the assistant committee chair. Done. Hired. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Give me your favorite. Well, I want your favorite and your least favorite thing about the HR profession. Oh, this is. These are good questions. Favorite thing. I love making people happy. Like it sounds kind of. Like cheesy. It's cheesy. It is cheesy. 
But who wants to make people sad? You know what I mean? Like, That's I love. Who wants to make people sad? I'm always like really happy. Like my husband's like, do you have a bad day? And I'm like, oh yeah, but I just don't. I usually don't show it. Like I'm pretty. This is who you're gonna see all the time. Yeah. Really happy, really bubbly, really energetic. I talk super fast, as you know. So I love being able to also make other people feel that same energy. And HR really has a huge part in that. Like I'm trying to make your job better so you can go home and, and be happy. Like no one wants to come home and gripe about your boss or whatever. Right. Like let's fix these problems at work. And if you can come today every happy and be your best self, like I love that. Like that fits me. So that's my favorite part, I think. Okay. Least favorite part when I have to make somebody sad. <laughs> well, you have to fire. I mean, sometimes they deserve it, so it's whatever. And I, I have such a cold heart that it's, it's fine. Like I just be reprimanded off. Yeah, sorry. This this is life. Even like layoffs. Like yeah, it's sad. And actually, the layoffs at Peak was one of. The, it's the first time I've ever cried delivering layoff news. I was probably pregnant and hormonal. So I mean, I was pregnant, so I was probably hormonal. Probably hormonal. But like it was actually the first time I'm like, this has nothing to do with anything in our control. It wasn't like a bad business mistake. It wasn't, it was like literally the pandemic caused this layoff yeah. and so many people lost their jobs that day and were sent off to a market where it was like doom and gloom. So that was like the first time I actually had a heart. I mean, sad to say. Uh, but mostly I'm like, I can do it, but yeah, I've been called a Grimmy for several times. So it's just call me Grim from now on. Um, but like the things that are like, that's why I'm like recruiting, I don't think, because I see someone's resume, I'm like, these people, I just want to give them jobs, and you can't hire everybody. Right. Like, I just want to be on the, all the positive sides. Look at all the things I can do for you, and all yeah. the things I can't do for you. Right. Okay. And it's a fine line. And to be empathetic when you have to do those no's, I mean, that can be taxing, for yeah. sure. Yeah. When you so started in your HR career to now, obviously the, the, the career of HR has evolved. Totally. Do yeah. you love where it's going and where it's headed right now? Absolutely. I you totally love more for that. It's better off? Yes. Yes. I think that it's more valued by executive teams. And I think it's producing more value for employees. Yeah. So I definitely think so. And people have talked about kind of like defund HR and put all your resources to like management training. It's like that should be what HR's role is. Like if you're defending HR, it's because your HR people are just like Policymakers and yeah. trying to keep things like policing like that's not what we want to be we don't right. want to be policing we want to be empowering and enabling so that's where we're headed in this direction and i'm all on board for it good awesome okay well Preach. now we have uh, some other stuff we're going to talk about Okay, great <laughs> i'm going to take another bite of pizza yeah, please <laughs> do well thank you happy anniversary Thank you. Four, four years. Four mm -hmm. years. Yeah. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Are you going out to dinner tonight? No, we didn't no. want to be anywhere else. On Friday. Where are you on Friday? I don't know. It's his turn to plan. We rotate every year. And it's his if you, okay. What's your, what's your favorite Utah, I guess, I'd say favorite restaurant, but really just where, what's your number one place to eat? I mean, because... It's so food all the time. I love food so much. Yeah. But my go-to right now, it's brand new in Lehigh, Slim Chickens. Have you heard of it? chickens. We are loving it. We go like once a week. Where's that at? Uh, it's by Taco Bell, by Zal, Asian Cafe, by Texas Roadhouse, like across the street in that little oh, area. Oh, yes. Yeah, there's a swim right there, I think. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what's Slim chickens. Slim chickens. chickens. What is that? It's like, so say yeah. no one should go there, so then it's not crowded for you and you. Yeah, no, it's like such a It's a Like, just a bunch of boy. Like, it's fine. Um, it's, yeah, it's chicken. Like Popeyes, but not with like the Louisiana style. It's just like chicken, wings, 
Wrapped okay. chicken sandwiches. Is it like a sit down? This isn't an anniversary dinner. This is, no, this is not an anniversary dinner. This is like we go every Saturday for lunch because we love it. And they do have a sit down. I don't know if it's open right now because we always drive through it. But the kids, okay. we never want to get out. That's too much. Oh, yeah. There's so many times you can buy for me. The kids will be like, I'm not going to Yeah, exactly. We're not going to have Everything is taken. So we just drive through it. But okay. they can't uh, that right now. So if you got if you got a pick, if he said, "Hey, I want you to pick where, just where we're going to eat," where would you pick? I really want to go to Ruth's, Ruth's Chris. It's been on my bucket list. Okay. It's going to be spendy. I'm ready. Let's drop the dollars. I got to try it. Have you been there? Never been. Yeah. Yeah. Is it worth it? <clears throat> I get mixed reviews. It's like a one-time thing, right? My in-laws. They said, I mean, they went there the other day. The steaks are fine. The steaks are good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the steaks there. Yeah. I mean, if you're a steak person, I'm sure you're just. Gonna I love steak. Yeah. But it's just I don't know. It's just. Don't ask. I, don't ask me. That's just the problem. See, I, I think it looks good. I've been there multiple times, but there's just so many other places that are way better. That are just I, just yeah. way better experiences, better food. Yeah, Longhorn Steakhouse. I like that steakhouse a lot. Yeah, it's a good one. You like steak? I love steak. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we grow steak every Sunday, basically at our house. Last thing before we move on, I'm just saying. You know, you you know where you need to try? What? Kitchen eighty eight. Eighty-eight. That's that? by. That's off Fifth East. Okay. Right next to. Yes, I know exactly where the area. Says K eighty-eight. Yeah. Kitchen eighty-eight. It's open now. Okay, I drove past. Oh, dude, it's like open. So good. Okay. The steak, what it's a tri-tip steak that they do with multiple things. Oh my gosh, it really could be. You know, it's not like fancy steakhouse stuff, which yeah. is a different experience. It could be some of the best steak it's around. Yeah, good. Okay, I'm going. This weekend. I'm going. It's it's great. I'll report back on Saturday afternoon. I'm not saying that's better than Chris, like filet mignon or something, but yeah. it's, dude, it's legit. But it's a place you could go more often. You I'd can't rather go to Kitchen 88 than Chris. I love it. I'm going to go. Okay. Done. I have some songs for you. Great. <laughs> I love the songs. Yeah. I'm going to read the lyrics. You have to guess the song. Okay, I'm ready. I went back. These are all on the uh, Billboard Top 100. Okay. Right now? No. Oh, 2010. Oh, great. Yeah, perfect. This is great. Okay. I think I can do this. Okay. I shouldn't get too cocky. Watch me fail. <laughs> I know a place where the grass is really greener, warm, wet, and wild. There must be something in the water, sipping gin and juice, laying underneath the palm trees. The boys break their necks, trying to creep a little sneak peek. You could travel around the world. What song? <laughs> well, hold on. Uh, keep going. Keep going. Katie it's Katy Perry. Let me know. That I'm you can travel the world, but nothing comes close to the Golden Coast. <laughs> Once you party with us, you'll be falling in love. Oh, 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 oh. California girls. Yep, California girls. California girls. Katy Perry. Nice. Oh, 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 oh. All right. <clears throat> If I could write you a song to make you fall in love. I know this one. If I could write you a song. Yeah, I would already have I would already have you up on your own. Here it is. I'll keep reading. I'll keep reading. I don't know. <clears throat> I used up all my tricks. I hope that you like this, but you probably won't. You think you're cooler than me. You got designer shades just to hide your face. And you wear them around like you're cool. What's the tune? I What's the tune? Oh, sing it again for me, sing it. 
Mm-hmm. I want to say it's like Amy <clears throat> Grammer, but it's not. But it's like someone like random obscure that. You got me. I don't, where was I in 2010? I don't know what the hell's going on. Mike Posner. Yes. What the hell is that? Right. Top 100. Right. If you heard the song, you'd be like, oh yeah. yeah is it like song. one hit one hit? What the hell is number 99? It wasn't. It was not number 99. Give me, come on. Number it was not number 99. And he put out a lot of hits. Okay, well. Yeah, I remember the name. I don't remember the name. That's my song. Okay. All right. This is a this is a solid ball right here. I know you love me. I know you care. Just shout whenever, and I'll be there. You are my love. You are my heart. And we will never, ever, ever be apart. Are we an item? Sounds like something my daughter would. Girl, quit playing. We're just friends. What are you saying? Said there's another, look right in my eyes. My first love broke my heart for the first time. Okay, but who is it? Justin Bieber. Yep. What? Well, hold on. Oh my gosh. Well, sing it, sing it though. What, how's it going? I'm not going to oh, sing it. Sing it, baby, sing it. Your wife would love this. Go. No. <laughs> hold on, how's it go? Uh, are we an item? <laughs> Like, I'm gonna monetize it somehow and just be like, 
the circus. On the circus, yeah. <laughs> you know your head would be a lot taller than the circus. Yeah, but like I could just like lounge over here, like this nice like neck. You can do this. Because you'd be up there, right? For those no, you know, the neck ache because you want to it's, it's not a steel hole. It's a neck giraffe. I know, but like you used to be sore from being down here. I'd be used to it. You'd be the first superhero. Use your neck as a weapon. Yeah, there you go. Alright, would you rather have to eat human poop once a week? Gross. Or you smell like poop for a whole week every other week for the rest of your life? So every I'd other week you're gonna smell. smell. I'd rather smell better. I could work around that. How every much week poop? I'd stay at what's home. What's the, what's the, what, how much poop? Two ounces. Who wants two ounces? Done. I'll forget that. I mean, two ounces is nothing. It's a little, once a week. it's like a bean. Once a week, instead of smelling like poop half your life. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. Right. You'd like go nose blind, though, right? Like, you yeah, like, oh, I mean, it's like, oh, here it is. And Let's hope so. <laughs> well, I don't care if anybody knows it. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have only one choice of meal every day or one choice of clothes every day for the rest of your life? Oh, I think I might do the clothes one. It's a struggle. Do you like food? I love food. Love All my options. And taking right. the guesswork out of getting dressed in the morning would be awesome. Done and done. All right, would you rather have to wear wet socks or wet underwear? Wet socks. They can hide in your shoes. So it's horrible. But like wet undies, like, it starts stuff into your clothes. Yeah, then, like, and yeah, then your pants are short. You're going to get all like, wet marks on it. Just sucks. So you're you're going to hide because you get wet socks and then you get would you rather people think you peed your pants or you just have wet socks? Keep your shoes on the whole time. Yeah. No one in the nose. They don't stink. You're so not I mean, just the most wonderful toes. Just yeah, like, so oh, God. Uh, do you have? Could you say you have a favorite meal? Um, potentially. What is it? Um, probably, probably like steak. Okay. Alright, so that's your favorite meal. Would you rather never eat your favorite meal again? Okay. Okay. Never get steak and potatoes ever again. Or every time you eat it, you throw up after. <laughs> after being pregnant, I could easily just throw up after. You're fine after nine months, that's my normal, <laughs> like we're good. I can I can do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can do it. No problem. I hate throwing. It's the worst. It totally right, is. Like, like, for me, it's like, like it's an event. It's like it's just boring. loud. Get breeze. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So you've lived a long life. You've left this legacy, this amazing HR executive. When you die, your family comes in to find you dead. <laughs> would you rather have your body found on a pile of sex toys or a pile of drugs? <laughs> Um, just like, man, I mean, she can't have such a great life. And then walking out, like, there's something on the bottom, there's something like, look at this. Gross. She's changed the world, and she's changed the HR world. That's amazing. Oh my god.
Oh my gosh. I have no visualizations. It's just insanely ridiculous. Just this year, enjoy. Here's the customs. 